0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the We Don't Watch Everything podcast. The only podcast where I can't come up with a line because that's Phil's job. But I am introing today's episode (laughs) because this one is all about our own Phil Grothouse. (gasps) We are doing a waywog catch up for the man, the myth, the legend. He's been watching a lot of stuff lately, and we're just going to give him the floor for a whole episode. And he is going to tell us about it. Um, <laughs> way I believe is the official acronym for this. But, um, <laughs> Phil, what are you, what have you been watching lately? And Goodness. you're not limited to one, like our normal segment. Goodness.
1: Well, it has been two weeks since we were last recorded and I made it my personal mission to watch as much stuff as possible. Oh man. While not neglecting my work, which your work is watching stuff. Yes, and I will say I did not live up to that. <laughs> I <laughs> neglected a lot of things this week. I hope none of my accounts listen to our show. <laughs> Love to hear it, but yeah, I did watch a lot of stuff. Had some time off for Thanksgiving. My family's a big movies, television show watching team, so uh, I've been watching a lot. I recently added another subscription service to my uh, to my resume.
0: Oh, what are we? I, what are I, we subscribing I, to? Now? I
1: brought Showtime on. Okay. Uh, with the desire to watch the new Dexter show, because I'm a big Dexter fan and the new season's going on. Haven't started that yet, though, but uh, Showtime does have a couple movies that made my list today. Um, Let me think. Yeah, I mean, besides the regular, I mean, Succession is still coming out every Sunday. Um, Yeah, I mean, that's pretty much the only regular at this point. But, yeah.
0: All right, well let's You want me to just get going? Let's dive in. What, what are what are we starting off with here?
1: What do you want a movie or a TV show?
0: Let's go movie.
1: Let's go movie. All right. First movie we might as well talk about. Uh, I finally got around to watching Queen Pins. Queen Pins. Yes. Starring Kristen Bell and Kirby Howell Baptiste. Oh a a
0: Kristen Bell movie for Phil?
1: Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know I had to. I was pretty excited about this movie. It actually was a pretty enjoyable movie. Um, it is streaming on, Oh, uh, Oh, IMDB says that it's exclusively on Paramount plus, but I watched it on Showtime. So I don't know what that's about.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Did you do something illegal?
1: (laughs) I hope not. Um, but yeah, this is a movie about two women who find themselves in the middle of the largest, uh, couponing scam. Hijinks. (laughs) I don't know what to call it. Uh, crime ever committed in the country and they end up selling um, fake, not necessarily fake, but not supposed to be in circulation coupons around the country they make millions of dollars um, it's funny, bec- there's lots of funny things going on, basically these two girls Kirby Howell and um, Kristen Bell both obviously hilarious actresses they have to go through, jump all through, through all these hoops to make sure the money that they now have is clean, <laughs> even though they were using a fake business to front it, so it already was all clean. And then you do have uh, a great buddy cop um, or mail inspection team uh, with Vince Vaughn and uh, Paul Walter Hauser, who, uh, funny enough, if you listened last week to our Cobra Kai episode, play Stingray in Cobra Kai. Paul, I was going to say, Hauser, that
0: there's two things that stand out to me about this movie. is One, Paul Walter Hauser, and then also B.B. Rexas in this movie.
1: Do you know who that is? Yeah,
0: she's a super huge music person.
1: Oh, I have no idea who that is. I, yeah, she played the. Uh, what did she do? She was like the the hacker that helped them launder their money, essentially, huh. and like stay clean.
0: Interesting. And, and Joel McHale as well.
1: Joel McHale played uh, Kristen Bell's emotionally distant and uh, physically distant husband. He was an auditor hmm. for the IRS, and they. There's there's some sad backstory to their relationship. They had a miscarriage early on earlier on, and um, it kind of drove a wedge between them. And you know they're they are not a uh, they are not a good couple. I will say that. Okay,
0: it's just an interesting hodgepodge of actors. It's yeah, kind of Vince Vaughn is actually <laughs>
1: really funny in this movie. And so, he's not trying to be.
0: You're saying actually really funny is in he's normally not funny, or
1: no? It was more that he was he was he was playing it seriously, but he wasn't like he wasn't. It was obviously a very funny. It's a funny movie, and like the approach he took was more of a serious tone, and it came mm-hmm. off well because gotcha. It, it did. It worked for the movie. Sure. He was good. He was. He played. He was good. So you enjoyed this watch? I did. Say? It's a fun movie. You know, it has a six point three. On the IMDb ratings, I would say that's pretty fair. Hmm. If you're a big Kristen Bell fan, not that I think those people exist, but <laughs> but uh, <laughs> well, I well one I exists check it out. <laughs> at least one we know of or two we've had a uh, Rosie on the pod as well. Um, but yeah, that was the that was the first movie I saw on Showtime.
0: All right, well let's switch it up and go show
1: show. Oh, okay, I've got got two shows to pick from two yes it's like uh, choosing your favorite child let's start with hawkeye the uh new disney plus show that's coming out mm. jeremy renner Haley steinfeld um that's all we have so far three episodes in as far as just names that you would necessarily recognize right away uh vera formiga um who you know from conjuring and insidious movies Tony Dalton, who you might know as the original on-stage Shrek. I did not know that. (laughs) Deep cut, right? (laughs) Yeah, Hawkeye. It's it's a Disney Plus Marvel show. I'll tell you that much.
0: That's the proper assessment of it?
1: I don't know. Is it it just too
0: early to tell at this point?
1: There's going to be six episodes. We're three episodes in, so we're halfway at the point of recording. At the point this gets released, we'll probably have four episodes out, so maybe it's different. It's just they're trying to do a lot. They're trying to get a lot of things done, and there's some things about it that don't necessarily work very well. But there are some things that do work really well. You know, I, I'm I'm not not enjoying this watch. Um, next episode, there's six episodes or three episodes in. Next episode will be the one where. Uh, Florence Pooh is introduced. Mm-hmm. Right. From, that was the big tease from Black Widow. Yeah. yeah. So she's going to be in three episodes. There's only six episodes. There's three episodes left. She's going to be there in the, the duration. Yeah. They're introducing a character named Echo, who is a um, Native American deaf character, which is really cool. She's actually super cool so far. So that's interesting. <laughs> Haley Steinfeld's great. That's probably the main good thing about this show um jeremy renner is jeremy
0: renner (laughs) jeremy renner ish
1: (laughs) yeah um i don't know there's a lot going on i'll probably like it more once it's all said and done but right now i'm just kind of meh on it so
0: does it seem like it's more trying to tell its own story or more trying to be part of the mcu
1: and drive that forward it's it's definitely more focusing on itself that's good grand scheme it's not it's not attacking the multiverse it's it's dealing with some of the Ronin cleanup, which is kind of interesting, actually. Do you know what I'm referencing? Mm -hmm. Like Jeremy Renner or Hawkeye's time as a vigilante murderer.
0: But between that, uh, between Infinity War and Endgame.
1: Yeah. So he's essentially like, he's trying to help clean up some of that stuff, which is how Kate Bishop, Haley Steinfeld's character kind of gets involved with him. Um, But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, I don't know. It could be really good. The CGI is terrible. It's so bad. They're,
0: they're kind of skimping. It's so bad, Ben. See, I, I felt like with like Falcon and the Winter Soldier, that f- felt almost like a Marvel movie. Yeah. Like they didn't try to go over the top with it, but they st- kind of stayed with themselves. And it was just like you were watching like a typical Marvel film. But
1: you know? so And no. with those two guys, the main thing you got to really work on with them is a guy flying and Hawkeye, you have arrows that do this, and you have arrows that do that. You mm-hmm. Pin Particles actually made an appearance in the in episode three. You have this goo arrow that like expands purple goo. Haley Seinfeld refers to it as Play-Doh arrow. Um, and it just looked really, really bad. It was like, wow, that <laughs> That looks like it was probably in uh, – that, that looked like a rough draft.
0: Like, <laughs> they just – they didn't go opinion. back and finish it in post. Yeah. They just
1: left it as is. Exactly. Um,
0: so this is a deep cut and completely unrelated. But are you familiar with the uh, the Mummy movie with Tom Cruise?
1: I know of it. I've not seen those
0: movies. So apparently way back when, when they dropped it, they had the official trailer come out. And there is – they like forgot to do the audio layering on it. <laughs> and it was like a complete disaster it's like this scene where like this plane is crashing and they're like screaming as they're flying out of it but there's like no background noise it's like just it's like just their unedited unlayered screams oh and it's like so bad
1: oh. is that the, still the cut that you can find out there today no
0: that's not in the actual I I think the trailer's deleted but oh, the internet doesn't let anything die so it shouldn't be. it's on there your mistakes will be remembered forever. <laughs> but yeah, I'm sure you know if you're going to be interested in Hawkeye or not. I mean, you like Marvel or you don't. So yeah. some of us will get to it at our own pace someday. And that's all I'll say on that matter. All right. What do we got next? So we're going movie now? Let's go movie again.
1: All right. So let's do Home Sweet, Home Alone. Oh, here we go. So uh, it was mentioned on an earlier episode, but... We did get a modern-day version of Home Alone, starring none other than Archie Yates. Your boy. <laughs> who, as you might remember from Jojo Rabbit, played Yorkie. Uh, we also get some other pretty big stars in this. We do get Ellie Kemper, Keenan Thompson, Chris Parnell shows up, uh, Aisling Bea. I don't even actually know how to say her name. I'm sorry. Aisling Bia. Pete Holmes is in this movie. Uh, that's probably all I'll mention. Um,
0: Al, you say Ali Mackey. She's from uh, the show called Wrecked, which is kind of like a Lost parody. I don't think it's going anymore. It's only 2016 to 2018, but I was really into
1: that for a couple of years. It sounds like something you'd be into.
0: It was it was pretty funny. Just because <laughs> Lost
1: is an easy target. But Just, anyway, that's neither here
0: nor there. Continue.
1: But yeah, this movie. Um. 3.5 rating on IMDb. Uh, I watched this movie with my family. I think my family would probably say 3.5 is about right. I would give it a little higher score. I liked it more than they did. Um, this It takes a little different approach on this. Like The people who are home invading are not bad people. They are people in a tight spot who think this young kid has stolen something from them that has a lot of value. And whether or not they're right about that doesn't necessarily matter. It's that they're, they're not trying to steal from this family. They're just trying to get back what this kid took from them. And they just, in their heads, they think it'll be easier if they can just slide in, get it and slide out. They don't want to get the cops involved.
0: Sure. Yeah.
1: Um, so that so it's it's kind of this like really conflicting like oh this kid's putting these nice people through hell to, for this and it's like oh, that sucks like he shoots this nice dad in the head with a pool ball, yeah, which is honestly really funny. You, um, you feel a
0: little more conflicted about all of it,
1: yeah. And uh but I I think the way they do some of the misconception type of stuff through it, I think it really actually works, and I think it's a suitable. um rendition of home alone uh there's no macaulay culkin cameo for those of you who would only watch it for that um but i think it's still worth a watch if you're a big fan of home alone as i am um ellie kemper is great some really fantastic physical comedy out of her um her and rob delaney both are both quite funny pete holmes i wish pete holmes was in this movie more because he's he's hilarious Um, But yeah, I don't really necessarily have a ton to say about it. Besides that, Yorkie, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to call Yeah, He's Yorkie. Does
0: he he, he, he steal the show?
1: Um, As far as you're
0: concerned, at least. Like why you're watching this movie.
1: Not as much as you would have hoped. I asked my family after this movie was over, would you have enjoyed this more if Jojo played this character instead of Yorkie? And the, they pretty much all said yes. They think they would have enjoyed it more if it was him. I don't necessarily know if I agree, um, but...
0: Well, I feel like uh, yeah. Yorkie's character almost works better as that supporting background thing instead of that,
1: being... That's kind of what we all agreed on, was that Yorkie's probably a, a backup guy, not a, not a leading man. Yeah. Agreed. All right. Well, where are we headed next? Okay, we are headed to the fantastical land of Hulu and Russia. Uh oh, Because I have started watching the show called The Great, which is a period piece following um, Catherine the Great, who is a uh, German princess or whatever they call her, noble of noble birth, who is married to the son of Peter the Great um, in Russia and is now leading a life as an empress in this life. And I don't know what to think of the show in its entirety, but this show is so funny. Interesting. It is satirical. It's a thousand jokes, a page of the script. It is led by Ella Fanning and Nicholas Holt as Catherine and Peter, respectively. And a a rotate, a a pretty solid cast of um, characters around them. And it is one of the funniest shows I've ever seen. And wow it's it's so good it's so well written and i i could not be enjoying this movie the show more uh, imdb has an 8.1 rating out of 10 and honestly it should be higher
0: Hmm, is this something anyone would enjoy or is this just really no. hitting this is just no. hitting your sense of humor
1: um this is really hitting my sense of humor the satire the quick wit um it's 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 very sh- I, I don't want to I don't know how to describe it I guess it's it's pretty dry at times as well and there's a lot of jokes where it's like unless you're like really really paying attention you don't realize it's a joke mm-hmm. where it's like if you just have it on in the background like it wouldn't just be like a, oh that's really funny It'd be, yeah 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 but if you're paying attention to the context of what they're saying it's like wow that's really funny um, so it's one of those it's it's pretty aggressive of a show. Like you have to be, you have to be down. If you don't enjoy the first episode, you're not gonna enjoy. The you're show. gonna know pretty yeah. quick. Hmm. Um, if you don't enjoy the first twenty minutes of the first episode, you're not gonna enjoy the show because it only gets more aggressive from there. Well, that's almost good to know, though. It's like you're either in or you're not. You're not gonna yeah. waste too much of your time. So I would say it's definitely worth checking out the first twenty minutes. And if you enjoy those twenty minutes, you'll enjoy the rest of the show.
0: I think you just sold me. Cool. On trying 20 minutes of it.
1: Yeah. And honestly, I think you'll enjoy it, to be honest. Um, I don't think you'll think it's the funniest show of all time. I don't think that either. I don't think you'll enjoy it as much as I do, but Mm. I think you'll still get a kick out of it. What if
0: I come away enjoying it more
1: than you do? Then I would be so happy for you because that would mean you will have a very good 20 episodes of television to watch.
0: I do need that show
1: that makes me laugh back in my life. I've
0: inexplicably left New Girl alone for, like, nine months. And I need to go back to that. I think but, the
1: cool thing about this show as compared to New Girl is that there's actually, like, a story you're interested in. Mm-hmm. Like, there's actually, like, some politics and some... And you... you actually, you really enjoy period pieces, too.
0: Like, you enjoy, like,
1: the Downton Abbey... The Downton Abbey of it.
0: There's Downton Abbey and then... Have you heard of a show called Another Period? No. That was had um, another
1: period show.
0: Look, that's the thing. I don't remember what network it was on. I don't even know if it's still going. But it was just a complete like satire of the Downton Abbey like era, and and setup, and I really enjoyed it. But um, enjoyed it so much that I lost interest and stopped watching. Hmm. But just didn't know if you'd heard of that.
1: But yeah, I had not. But yeah, this show's really good. I enjoy it. I just started season two, I think. how
0: many seasons?
1: there's two seasons two, seasons. two second second season just got released, okay. which is why like my interest was piqued by it right.
0: It's hard to go into something if there's just if you know there's only one season of it because mm-hmm. you're like I'm gonna love this and get super invested and then it's just gonna be over yeah, so there's
1: there's twenty episodes and they're about forty five minutes apiece, so it's actually oh, wow, so it's actually it feels more like a forty episode that, that's pretty beefy, yeah, there's actually a lot of lots of stuff to watch,
0: huh. That's, like, the type of length that you don't really get. Like, that that was the type of thing that network hour-long shows would give you. Like, you get a 26-episode season of, like, 42-minute episodes. Mm-hmm. Like a like good you, old
1: 24 season. Yeah,
0: yeah, you don't get that from streaming services very much. Not
1: as much. Like, Whereas, even the new season of Stranger Things is going to be 10 episodes yeah, 25-minute episodes.
0: Yeah, those were the days... If there's so much 24 content out there.
1: Lot. They've got like
0: 10 seasons of that crap. <laughs> not crap. It's my favorite show ever. But it's the type of thing it just went on so long and there's so much of it that it was bound to get extreme and over the top and too much at times. But that's why we love it.
1: You're not wrong. But
0: I've hijacked your show and started talking about 24. So
1: I'll <laughs> stop a doing that. Episode here for you to watch everything. <laughs>
0: I don't need to watch another episode of 24 as long as I live. I've I've seen enough of that show to satisfy me forever and to also know that it's my favorite show ever.
1: Good for you. All right.
0: <laughs> Do you have any others? Or I've got was... two more. Okay, well, so what's next? So
1: I watched the uh, roast of the, the Jonas Brothers roast.
0: I didn't even know that was a thing.
1: Uh, you're lucky. It was... Not good. It was one of the worst hours of content I'd ever watched. There were there were like two redemption, redeeming moments. It wasn't even like styled like a typical roast. I decided to watch it just because I really do enjoy Comedy Central Roasts. Mm-hmm. I think they're really fun. Um, but like they brought on a couple guests to roast the brothers and they just weren't very funny. Like there was one comedian from like a British comedian that just, uh, he made a really weird 9-11 joke about how the Jonas Brothers breaking up was the 9-11 for British people. I was like, that? Let's not do that. I was like, that's probably not something I would say. Um, and, it didn't uh, kill the mood at all, I'm sure. Yeah, but Pete Davidson was in it. They honestly should have just let Pete Davidson... <laughs> do all like all of the talking he was the only one besides joe jonas joe jonas was funny um and his wife sophie turner was also pretty good um but joe and pete davidson were the only funny parts of this show (laughs) keenan thompson hosted it and was just like the whole time he just looked like why are we doing this (laughs) and the whole thing was scripted too it was like, huh. com- like, I, I wouldn't have been surprised if like they took, sh- like, would yell cut and like, no, try that again. Huh. Which and it is still not- didn't turn out good. <laughs> exactly. Which is like, that's just not how Comedy Central roasts seem. It, I don't know if that's how they do it, but like Comedy Central roasts just feel like a live show and like guys are just up there roasting people. And mm-hmm. It's not like this orchestrated thing and which, so it took away a lot of the charm of that part. And also the people just weren't that funny and they only gave Pete Davidson like 5 minutes of screen time and he was the only person that was actually funny it's a
0: crime the Jonas brothers are kind of getting up there aren't they I mean, uh, re- relatively speaking
1: they're all in their 30s hmm. i think
0: it's just hard to imagine them as
1: something other than like Teenagers. teen boy bands yeah <laughs> yeah it's like um, people
0: get older what what's this about
1: i mean nick jonas's wife is in her 40s it's crazy. I think she's forty. Maybe I don't know. I'd have to double check that. But that's not for this episode.
0: So this is not a not something you'd recommend unless you were just conscience. like
1: a huge Jonas Brothers fan. I I wouldn't recommend wasting your time on
0: it. Huh. Okay. Duly noted.
1: <laughs> you ready for the last thing? Give us the finale. I watched a movie called. That's a first. I watched a movie called Tick Tick Boom. Tick, tick, boo This is a Netflix original uh, directed directorial debut, I believe, um, for Lin-Manuel Miranda. And this is a movie following the weeks leading up to a screenwriter named Jonathan Larson's 30th birthday. And Jonathan Larson was a real person. This is a true story um, with real writing from him involved throughout. And um, he, is a, he wants to be a... a a musical writer he wants to write for the musical theater um and the big deal about turning 30 is that like he wants to be a boy genius and if he turns 30 then he's he's lost his youth and like he hasn't succeeded before he was 30 and so this is a musical where andrew garfield plays jonathan larson um there's a few other recognizable names here and there vanessa hudgens being the main
0: one has she been in anything since high school musical
1: uh a lot of christmas movies um an A24 film called Spring Breakers. <sighs> you knew more than I did.
0: <laughs> that's for me, for someone of, of our generation, it feels like like that's just what you know
1: them for, and they'll never shake that.
0: Especially since they've yeah. never like
1: made a splash doing anything else, you know. Even Zach Efron has done like he's worked a lot since that, but he's still just the kid from high school musical. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But, yeah, I don't know. So how was the directorial debut? I love musicals, and so I did really enjoy this. It has a 7.7 on IMDb. I would say probably more. I would probably rank it about an 8, so pretty fair, 7.7. The music is really fun. It's really well-performed. Andrew Garfield is fantastic. He is so good in this movie. And... I really enjoy this movie because it's basically him trying to get this uh, musical that he's written, um, produced on Broadway. He's trying to get it onto Broadway. And he has this work workshop at the, at the climax of the show where he gets to put on his performance with a, like basically just people singing the songs essentially to see if it would actually work. And Stephen Sondheim gives him this advice, rest in peace, who he actually recently passed away. Um, where it's like, you need a musical or you need a a song for your female lead at the end of the second act. And so the main conflict of this story is actually him trying to come up with this song for the end of this second act. And it's funny because he actually, he needs the sound, he needs the song for the second act of his musical, but it actually ends up becoming the end of the second act for the movie itself. Ah, and it works in both worlds. Um, so I just I just really enjoyed that part of it, and the the singing was beautiful. All the actors were great. It's heartfelt. I I've had the I, I think I tweeted this on our page actually. I've just I will just listen to the soundtrack. Some of the songs are really enjoyable. There's a song called Therapy where Andrew Garfield and Vanessa Hudgens duet. That's just a lot of fun. It's very fast, very witty. It I really enjoy that. Lin Manuel Miranda's dna is all over this um there's hip-hop involved with it which if you've seen hamilton you know he loves throwing in hip-hop wherever he can so um even if you don't know anything about jonathan larson if you're not a fan of rent the big musical that he's known for um this is a fun movie to watch it is just it's enjoyable it goes really fast i think it's about an hour and fifty-ish, maybe push in two hours, hour fifty-five. But it is a it goes quick. It is a fast watch. Um, I would I would recommend it. It's a lot of fun. If you don't like musicals, don't watch it.
0: Just don't even try.
1: Because it's just it's a musical through and through. It's not going to be the musical that reaches out and grabs you, and probably not unless you are a starving artist who is worried about aging out of their youth, then it might connect with you a little bit. Hmm. But if you are a starving artist and don't like musicals, you're probably in the wrong field.
0: True. <laughs> Who knows? It could be out there.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not every artist has to like musicals, but it's you, you probably do,
0: though. So if you've covered a lot of ground, a lot of different areas. If there is one thing that you've talked about that you had to recommend to anyone. The great. The great. The
1: great. The, I think the great is the best thing I talked about. Hmm. Either that or tick-tick.
0: It's uh would you say it's a great watch? You suck. <laughs> the funny thing Just th- just wait until I get my own episode like this, then you're gonna be saying you, you suck. You
1: never watch enough stuff. <laughs> I, I will love...
0: mean, I will if it means I get a whole episode of
1: Dude, please <laughs> do. <laughs> I didn't even talk about anime today.
0: I'd be fine if you talked about anime. Well,
1: the new season of Demon Slayer is coming out. I've been watching that. It's just, so so, you know how they did one season and they came out with a movie and now they're coming out with season two. The first like six episodes of season two are just redoing the movie. So it's just like, it's just like for people who couldn't go see the movie, like we're just going to do it in the show. And it's like, well, I saw the movie. Lame. But the show's awesome. That should be your next. That's what I hear. For me? From around. Well. And also you. Yeah.
0: Because you're one of like two people I know who talks about anime. So Who's the other one? Mike. Does he watch Demon Slayer? I don't know if he's watched Demon Slayer, but he talks about anime. He, did he do a way while when he was on? For Full Metal. Settling yeah. our argument about. No, because settling our argument about um, Space Jam, that episode. Yeah. Yeah, I think he did Hunter Hunter.
1: That's right. That's a good show, too.
0: See the only connection I have to anime is people who are on this podcast. So, Rosie, who was on this podcast,
1: did she? yeah, she did Demon Slayer.
0: Yeah, wow. <laughs> well, you're making me a more cultured individual. This,
1: yeah, this probably isn't good content right now. <laughs> Do you want to well, Phil, out? thank
0: you for sharing uh, what you've been watching lately, both in the movie and the show sphere. I I learned some things. I think I have a thing or two that I'm gonna. What's, I'm gonna
1: watch? Will you actually I'm definitely
0: gonna give the great a try. Um and twenty minutes. Twenty yeah.
1: minutes or you're out.
0: Um I don't know, maybe maybe tick tick boom. But if you
1: really like Andrew Garfield, that would be another avenue to get into that movie. I, I kind of like Andrew Garfield. Because this movie's complete like he's in every pretty much scene and he's really good in every scene. Yeah, it's kinda of
0: borderline for me, but um it's always good to hear what you're watching. Um Thank you for
1: sharing. Of course. my duty. My privilege.
0: And we want to thank you
1: for... Huzzah! (laughs) There it is. That's from the great.
0: Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, Indeed. We hope you enjoyed Phil's extended Waywalk catch-up. God forbid I do one of these someday. Um, I'm sure you're dying to hear mine as well, just as much as Phil is dying to. But go give us a like and a follow wherever you get your podcasts. Leave us a nice Raven review. Go follow us on Twitter at We Did Not watch it, and we wish you luck in your journey to watch everything. And we'll see you next time.)